you for tuning in to Dumb Kids Playing Hero, a Roomware Pod actual play production focused on communal world building and having fun with friends. Today, as always, we'll be playing Idiot Teenagers with a Death Wish, a hack of Blades in the Dark by John Harper, in which you play shapeshifters fighting a guerrilla war against a parasitic invasion. Playing with me today, we have Dora playing Adrian. Hey, uh, I'm Dora. You can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora. You can find my other podcast on Twitter at FTLcast and on FTLcast.com, and my pronouns are they, them. Kales, playing Ariel. Hey, I'm Kales. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Citadel of Swords. Uh, I pretty much exist everywhere on the internet at Citadel of Swords, except for my website, which is paradoxicalrenegade.com. Uh, I use they, them pronouns, but uh, treat my pronouns like the X card. Uh, Jade, playing Kel. Hi, I'm Jade. You can find me at Rose on Twitter, and my pronouns are they, them. You can find me nowhere else unless you already have found me. <laughs> you can fi- they can find you on our Discord. They can. You should come check out the uh, Room My Pod Discord. It's rad. It's hopping. Um, it is hopping. Uh, Anya, playing Jude. Hello, I'm Anya. You can find me on Twitter at aka Anya, and did other people do pronouns? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. My pronouns are they, them. <laughs> Richard playing Benny. Hi, I'm Richard. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Corvus underscore Azure, and I use he, him pronouns. Uh, and Brian playing Dante. Hi, everybody. It's Brian. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. You can find me on the internet uh, at RoomwarePod. Come and talk to the podcast on there. Check out our cool Instagram at RoomwarePod.com. If you like this show and you want to get access to recording sessions worth of uh, episodes early, I've been saying like a month's worth, but it's been... We desynced from a month, like, months ago, so you just get, like, <laughs> basically four-ish episodes early, uh, every four episodes. Um, you can get those on our Patreon. It's a roomwarepod.cash. Uh, check our Discord. The link is in uh, the description of this episode. And you can also check out me and Dora uh, Mondays on our Twitch. It's forward slash roomwarepod, uh, where we're currently playing through the Metal Gear Solid franchise, uh, Probably still playing through Metal Gear Solid Five by the time this comes out. That's a long end. Uh, and I'm Danielle. I DM this thing. I use she/her pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter at RedtailTalk90 in the games that I write, including Idiot Teenagers with a Death Wish at RedtailTalk90.itch.io. It's this free. game is free. Go get it. You have no. <laughs> you have no. <laughs> it's tradition to say it at this point. You have it no is. excuse. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Our lines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are racism, sexism, transphobia, homophobia, violence against children, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, emotional abuse, self-harm, suffocation, drowning, and claustrophobia. Our veils, which are things we're okay with including but we won't leave the camera on, are steamy situations, terminal illness, pandemics, and depression. Content warnings for this game include mind control, descriptions of bodily harm, body horror, and violence against people who are in the bodies of animals. So, last time, uh, some exciting stuff happened. Dante almost died. Dante did almost die. Again. So it was another regular session. Yeah, (laughs) you're not wrong about that. But Dante literally got stabbed through the gut. (laughs) <laughs> Dante almost died Benny can't catch a break um, Poor Benny <laughs> Ariel punched someone uh, Benny Wait, and what Adrian What was the list of predictions for this For last session? Hold on, because they were really accurate and it was good <laughs> uh, Benny got gutted Benny did, did get, get gutted. gutted I forgot about mm. that Yeah uh, Oh yeah, gutted bros <laughs> <laughs> Trying to rescue uh, what appeared to be a free hork bajir, um, failing to rescue the hork bajir. Yep. Rub it in. Let's just underline that. Uh, uh, we met Kel. Sup? <laughs> <laughs> Our mysterious radio host. Um, oh, predictions. Dante stressed out. Ariel punched somebody. Danielle continues to refuse. Brian, starfish opportunities. A really bad idea that works out. Really great idea that flops and probably some new Animorphs horror. And I'm like, <laughs> most of that. 
<laughs> Except for Dante's dressing out, which surprised everyone. <laughs> yeah. Now, now Dante and Ariel are both in a race to stress stress out. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> Brian refuses to to relieve stress. I don't. I'm not doing anything. This is Dante. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, no, I super feel that, Brian. <laughs> uh, it, also, if you had any doubts about what, like, how how much uh, Dante is just twenty year old Brian, or twenty one year old Brian, uh, do you guys see my precision lock picking tools from yesterday? No. Oh, my God. oh it Where was a they? it was a wide flat chisel and a three pound sledge. <laughs> oh yes, that the, I shoved I into oh, like, yeah, yeah. to yeah, the the panel right. and just like pushed the door frame open enough that that popped the door open. Dora, Dora, you were saying something? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Adrian sustained level one emotional harm, which I think is the first oh, yeah. emotional harm of the game. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. You um, we had a heart to heart in a diner. It is true. We did. It was all hypotheticals. Um, Ariel prevented Benny from getting onto his own boat. Which is not going to come back to bite her in the ass at all. <laughs> not one little bit. Not one little bit. <laughs> uh, Adrian also uh, went to a sharing meeting and lined up a interview. With Benny's sister, who is currently like tied up in Benny's boat now. Yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Everyone keeps asking me why I keep picking on the La Fontaines. There's so many. There's so many. Because <laughs> Richard went and, and made that's the answer. Has it killed like ten of them? And there's still characters. Richard made twelve family members for Benny, and I had to roll a d4 for each one. Uh huh. Yep. Had to. Couldn't just make assumptions. Had to. <laughs> Leaving it up to chance. <laughs> Listen, sometimes the dice. <laughs> sometimes the dice just hate Richard. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've been no, but hey. <laughs> All right. So we did do payoff last time. Uh, you currently are at five rep, uh, wanted level one, heat zero, um... And you have um, Maxwell is currently living on the boat uh, because he doesn't have anywhere else to go. Um, You also now have the captive in the form of Constance LaFontaine, Benny's sister. Um, You have Kel now, who you have to figure something out, uh, what to do with them. Because, uh, <laughs> what do we do with them? It feels like I'm standing right here. <laughs> um, uh, but it's downtime, so, um, does anyone have anything that they want to go ahead and start off downtime with? As a reminder, you get one a bit one downtime activity a piece unless you spend a rep to get an additional activity well i have six stress so and a lot on my mind so i'd really like to go burn some stress okay um and i think hmm because like the last time i burned stress i went to a dog park and ran around as a dog (laughs) yeah and I'm trying to decide if that's something that I really want to do, given what happened the last time I was a dog right now. Like, I think maybe I just want to go run some track as a person, show up to a track practice, um, and uh, just just fucking run. Sounds good. So... Sorry, I have... I love when stress is so high, there's literally no way for you to stress out. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Let's see. That's that's prowess, so that's 1d6. Prowess is your lowest stat? Uh, Yeah, prowess is my lowest. God damn it. Why do I keep doing that? I need to minimize it, not close it. 
Yeah, uh, technically prowess and insight are both at one, um, mm-hmm. but you know, narratively it feels like prowess. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Two. So you relieve two stress. That brings me down to four. It's fine. That's better than six. Four's totally manageable. Okay. Uh, Anyone else have any activities uh, before? I'm trying to get some of these activities... uh, uh, kind of under our belt before we pivot to the probably incredibly intense interrogation scene that is going to happen. Uh, um, then I will just chill over here. So I have a thought about mm-hmm. something that I can do, but I might end up having to spend a rep to do two downtime actions and I want to justify this by saying that I want to start a long-term project to figure out somewhere for Maxwell and probably Constance to go underground mm-hmm. um, and that's technically what I would be spending my rep for mm-hmm. doing because I want to burn stress but I also really want to do that so when you say somewhere to put them, to send them underground, do you mean, uh, what, do, what do you mean by that? I mean, trying to, trying to find a place for them to go that isn't this boat. Because mm-hmm. we're going to run out of space real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the Fair. rate that we are going, we're going to run out of space really, really fast. And it sleeps 32. It does sleep 32 people. It does sleep 32 people, but I want a more long-term solution. And I know that there was, we heard the rumors of the folks from the Karma game. Right. And two of them got out. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, now, the other thing is, is, I don't know if that's a me project or if someone else wants to pick that up or what, if anyone, I don't, I'm not 100% sure, but... It is a thought that I'm having now. But if I were to do that, I'd probably end up having to spend a rep in order to start it now. I can hold off on doing it also. I'm just throwing the idea into the void. I think it's a good project, and I think it should actually be, you know, like a group project. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to do it alone. (laughs) Nope, this is all you. (laughs) This is all me. Um... I definitely think that, like, if this narratively is a group discussion that we're having among people who aren't Benny, um, I definitely <laughs> think that this is a worthwhile use of a rep. I mean, we can also, like, save the group discussion that includes Benny once the interrogation <laughs> is over. Um, <laughs> I just I, I just wanted to pitch the idea into the void before I decided to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, both OOC and IC, I'm totally down for using a rep like that. Same. Sounds good. A quorum has been reached. <laughs> so how are you uh okay the as far as finding them finding them a secure place to stay where they don't have to go out to get anything and they're well taken care of um are we gonna try and do this as a group um if it's it, if it's a group clock, then, I mean, any long-term project, uh, like, you could help each other on them. So, if it's if it's something that multiple people want to spend downtime actions working on, then that's totally doable. Um, okay. 
I'm just wondering if do we put this now or do we put this after the bad interrogation? We could put it after the bad interrogation. Um, um, but right, then, so then, then people let's... wouldn't... Okay, well, we'll put it out there, and if people want to save their downtime actions to do that, then we can we can wait. Yeah. What I'll actually do is... Um... Do I bring, can I bring all of my study materials onto the boat and just be, like, doing, like, like, burning stress outside the room? Yeah. <laughs> Where Constance is being held instead of going to the library? Yeah. <laughs> and burn some stress? Okay. Because mm -hmm. then I'll do that. I was like, I was going to save it until after, because I don't think that Ariel's going to leave while Dante's doing the interrogation. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is also a little time during downtime is particularly fake. Um, yes. Yes. So. Cool. Um, so that's me. I'm pretty sure I... Pretty sure I just have one. And that. And... Whatever it is. Um. Uh, yeah. Because I just have one in Insight. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... 1d6. Yeehaw. Narrative, uh, narratively, if I do bad on this, it's because there's an interrogation happening behind me. <laughs> That's two. two. That's better. So you relieve two stress. I'm down to five. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, it's fine. Everything's I'm fine. surprised. Yep. Uh, does anyone else have an activity that they want to... Uh, perform before shit goes down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you go, Anya. Um, I want to burn stress, which I haven't actually done before. Okay. What's your vice? My vice, um, let me pull it up so I can, uh, oh, that's not me. me. We can also do scenes. Talking to each other is a free action. <laughs> that's true. It's not in here. Oh no. Crap. Okay, well, uh, my vice is something to the effect of um, exploring abandoned buildings and like. Nice. So, like urban exploration. Yeah. Um, Otherwise kind of, known as uh, trespassing when people who aren't like affluent white people do it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sorry, sorry, dude. I love you. <laughs> That's fair. I think it's still known as trespassing. I just am more <laughs> likely to get out okay. Yep. Um, but it, it was also building off of my directive for the always know your exits kind of hmm. thing. And also the loner emo vibe I was going yeah. for. No, it's good. Um, so I don't actually know how to do this, but, um, I mean, I know that Jude is going to go explore, um, some abandoned buildings in town. Okay. So, um, um you roll a number of dice equal to your lowest attribute, um, which in your case is either insight or resolve. Um, so how, what are you doing when you explore these places like what happens when you go do this um so i'm picturing like one specific instance that for this one at least that i had um oh excuse when me, I, is resolve go ahead uh when i moved yeah i was like that's like three in resolve i have nothing in um <laughs> but i um had like this place down the street from my first apartment and um it was this big empty building by the train tracks um I guess at one point used to be uh like related to the train tracks or just some kind of industrial production building but it was mm -hmm. huge it was like four stories and it was like a Walmart on every floor size level um, and like, you know, the shattered windows, the yard full of like boards and stuff. Um, and so um, me and my friend who lived in this apartment actually went and explored it one day and it was creepy AF. Like there were <laughs> barred doors that you could look down hallways and stuff. Um, so something to that effect, but like we didn't go in cause I was too afraid to, my friend really wanted to. Um, but like Jude actually goes in. <laughs> 
Okay. Cool. So like probably dangerous falling through floors and stuff too, um, which is, you know, I guess works because also like I am a prowler, tumbler mm-hmm. person. So yeah. like Jude is lanky and like can run around and stuff and climb. Yeah. All right. Um, so go ahead and roll 1d6. It is. Oh, ha. It's <laughs> not how you do the thing. A hey. six. Shit. How you had five stress, didn't you? Fuck. Oh, what, the, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Okay, oh, so I stressed cool. out. Or I overindulged. Yeah, you, overindulge. you overindulged. So hold on. Let me. Uh, let me well, you open have no my stress, right? I have negative one stress now, I guess. Mm-hmm. If I, if I weren't busy, uh, if I weren't busy probably committing the darkest act of the show so far, Dante would have definitely shown you how to, like, break a master lock with, like, two crescent wrenches before you left. <laughs> I mean, apparently Jude is really fucking good at this to the point of self-destruction. <laughs> of all the times to roll a freaking six. Okay. A vice is not a reliable, controllable habit. It's a risk and one that can drive your character to act against their own best interests. When you overindulge, you make a bad call because of your vice. Choose the effect of this bad decision from the list below. Attract trouble. Select or roll an additional entanglement. Brag about your exploits. Your crew takes plus two heat. Lost. Your character goes on a bender and vanishes for a time. Uh, Tap. You can no longer gain access to your vice this way. You must find a new source to be able to indulge your vice in the future. I don't Um, know how that would... I mean, I guess I just couldn't come back to this same building? I would make you start a long-term clock. So, like... It, it might look like someone catches you and you have to, like, do some community service or something. And so you have to fill up a, a long-term project clocked in order to go be able to indulge your vice again. Mm. Um, but you have, you have those four choices. Here, I'll copy and paste them so you can read yeah. them. Um, and it's up to you whichever one you want to take. Mm. Attract trouble seems to, to me makes the most sense. That's the one I was yeah. looking at too. Like Jude gets caught, I guess, and that's how. Or maybe Jude. Jude either gets caught or hurt. Not like. Yeah, I guess gets. Would getting caught be attract trouble and like rolling an additional entanglement? Yeah. Um. I think, it, I, think, I think the way that you overindulge is that you get caught. And then the flavor of what that means in terms of the mechanics is just depends on which one of these you pick. Does that make sense? Okay. That is literally the only number I could have rolled to overindulge to. <laughs> <That's how laughs> of course I would roll a six now. So, yeah, is everyone okay with attract trouble to roll an additional entanglement? It's up to you. It's your roll. I know. I just don't want to, like, fuck everyone else, although most of these fucks everyone else. Yeah. um, Except that one where my character leaves. Welcome to (laughs) overindulgement, so. That could still fuck us over anyway, so. Your, uh, yes. I I do almost think it's funny if you get lost. (laughs) You're literally lost in the building. I do think it's funny. This fucking building. Yeah, I just don't want to sit here for the next four love, hours with yeah. nothing to I, do. I love the idea that it, that air quotes Jude misses the next mission or whatever. But in fact, what we do is we record a clip show of Jude stuck in a freezer. <laughs> like if this was oh, the television. Show. If I did Lost, I could play uh, Jude's twin brother next time or you this could. time. <laughs> That my non that I don't would honestly be pretty interesting. Why don't we need to find another actor? <laughs> oh god. I don't have a character sheet for him, but we could probably put something together really fast. It's just, we could. It's up to you. He, I mean that's gonna be interesting. He um, can't morph. I know. 
<laughs> Welcome um, to this. Song. You can join Cal in the No Morph Club. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cute, actually. Because, like, I feel like no one ever picks that your character vanishes for a while option. Well, people because... do in home games that aren't, like, serialized podcasts. <laughs> okay, I kind of like, because also that opens a door to, like, now we have to fucking find Jude. Yeah. Um... Okay, I kind of like the lost option. Like, Jude is just lost in, like, four Walmart stocks stacked on top of each other. Lost in the stocks. Uh, um, like, I do love that it's like, it's like, how did we lose Jude again? Narratively, do we want to put this, uh, do we want to put this uh, stress burning and Jude getting lost? We're going to put this after, like, this happens, air quotes, later in whatever the timeline of the downtime is, right? So Jude can. That's well, fair. Let's yeah. let's let uh, Anya. Would you rather be lost during this downtime and not be involved in the interrogation as Jude, or would you rather be lost for the next mission and have to play Maxwell for the next mission? I think I would like to play Maxwell for this downtime. Um, okay, and like Maxwell and Kel can bond over being uh, not animals together. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means, I guess, Maxwell is finding out about our secret. I guess. I think last session oh, ended oh, with... Maxwell um, doesn't know yet? No, the last no. session ended with you saying that Jude was going to explain to oh. Maxwell and Kel. I'm so glad somebody remembers this shit. Thank <laughs> God, Jade. Jade, don't ever leave. Um. Here as long as you want, peeps. Yeah, so I need to make a character sheet for Maxwell. So okay, I like the thought so, that Jude explained everything. They're just like, well, I just need to go blow yeah. off some steam now. <laughs> Be right here, back. Uh, let me let me make a character here for you on roll twenty. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. I don't have any bonds except probably with uh, Kel, who Maxwell has probably been like hanging around with because it's like, hey, how about being the only people who can't turn into animals and Jude who's lost in four Walmarts. Okay, so I've given you a character sheet. You should be able to just go through and like pick what you need to. Um, I mean, Maxwell also has the memory of Ariel threatening the yerk infesting him with a knife, right? Yes, yeah. I'm also No, he knows that something is up. He doesn't know that y'all can morph. I'm also gonna go by Max. By Max? Yeah, because Maxwell is like the rich people name they gave me. Uh, And Max is what Jude would probably call. Okay, that sounds good. Um, Okay, so I think what this looks like. (laughs) I'm dying. Um, Is like y'all get back to the boat. Um, You you stuff Constance in a room and tie her up. Um, Jude freezer, right? We put her in one of those freezers? I, I guess. Yeah, I think we established that not on camera. But yeah, there's there are freezers on this boat, and you just put her in one. Um, not Ariel on. Goes to kick I'm going to say it's not boat. on because you don't want to kill a person. No. No. <laughs> then you just specifically got this boat with a cell block in it. We're going to use it. Yeah. Um, and Jude pulled Maxwell aside. They had a brief open a conversation. Open inside. You can disable that. It's actually not that hard. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the things that Richard said, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, more more things on the troubling list of things that Richard knows. Um, <laughs> uh, Jude pulled Maxwell aside, had this brief conversation, and then I think, like, Jude bounced, and none of you saw Jude again. That day, maybe for a couple of days, um, because I'll he uh, he's sorry, freaked I have, out. He got lost in Walmart. <laughs> I have two bonds. Um, would you like them? <laughs> Go for it. Yes. Uh, Maxwell's bond with Jude is it's a twin thing. I would do anything for my brother. And uh, Max, oh God, I'm going to have to not say Jude. Max's bond with Kel is they're the only person, the only other person who can't morph, solidarity. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. That's really cute. Jesus Christ. Um, Okay. (laughs) But I think, I think Jude was messed up from all the violence that he did. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh yeah. He's not doing great. 
And so he he left. And part of being lost, I think, is that he the the building is extremely large and he got turned around. And I think part of being lost is not wanting to be found. Um, at least for the time being. Um, He's valid. No bounds. So, um, so now, Anya, you're going to play Max for the duration, remaining duration of this downtime. Excellent. Uh, that's one less pe- person I have to play. I like it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, it sounds like we're coming up on needing to have this interrogation scene before anything else happens. I want to quickly uh, recover with my downtime action because I can't morph, so yeah. I can't just turn into an animal to fix it. So I want to get rid of this <laughs> level one harm. So Okay. What is your level one harm again? Shocked. I electrocuted myself building oh, that right. device to trash my gear. Yeah. You don't have to roll um, to recover level one harm, right? No. No. It just happens. Yeah, but you, you spend a downtime action, but it just right, happens, yeah. yeah. I think the visual is taking extra painkillers and putting some burn ointment on because this is not the first time Kel has electrocuted yeah. themselves uh, and they get, carry a first burned, aid kit. It's ointment, disinfectant, Oh uh, my God, Brian. the bandage, yeah. Yeah. And here's the, the list of things that Brian knows. Yeah, no, <laughs> this no. is a Metal Gear Solid 3 reference. That, yeah. that was a joke aimed exclusively at Dora. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you knew how to treat a burn anyway, because it's you. I mean, I know how to treat a burn in real life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So that's that. So the uh, the people who have not taken downtime actions yet are Benny and Dante, Dante and that's it. Everyone else has taken a downtime action. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna burn some stress. Okay, what does Benny burning stress look like here? Uh, he's going to do his family obligation thing. He's going to go into the office down at the pier. I'm picturing oh, it like one of those construction trailer kind of deals. Uh-huh. Oh, great. And basically uh-huh. just goes over the books and okay. assesses yep. the state of the business. Okay, yeah. Uh, what does the normal operations of this office look like? Uh, usually it's just, uh, Emmeline and Constance in here. Oh. And occasionally Benny dropping by to do the books. Yeah, neither of them are there. Good, yeah, neither (laughs) of them are there. You have the building to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Benny. (laughs) Which is odd. Yeah, it's, it's, well, one, one out of the two is not odd. The second one is odd. (laughs) Um, I'm seeing this as a resolve. Uh, I've got my lowest for resolve yeah, and prowess. It's all in two. two, yeah. Um, yeah, resolve. Gem one. And that's a five. Five. So you relieve five stress. And it makes sense that this is what you go do because, like, Ariel kicks you off the boat and you're like, well, well fine, fine. And you <laughs> fine, go, I'll go to my own boat. <laughs> <laughs> you go in and do some work and try to not think about the hork that you've let down and let get infested again. <laughs> Thanks, Danielle. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, all right, let's go for some dark bullshit, I guess. All right, let's let's go for some dark bullshit, I guess. Okay. Um, so, Dante. Yes, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Constance is in one of the freezers and can't get out. Uh, she also can't see it maybe, maybe ever again. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we'll figure it out. Her, her her face is really swollen, um, and you can't tell if uh, it's, like, once the swelling goes down, she'll be able to see again, or uh, if the injury was more traumatic than that. We'll see, I guess. Um, can, can I grab Dante before he goes in? Yeah, go for it. Um, I, all I'm going to say is find out if she knows 
how many members of Benny's family have been infested because this is ridiculous. Yeah, this seems like a lot, frankly. I mean, I'm not, I mean, rich people, right? Yeah, it's like, but, it's almost like there's like a ton of them and they had a one in four chance of getting infected. <laughs> I just don't want to have to keep doing this and I don't want Benny to have to keep going through this. So if we can root this out now, let's root it out now. Okay. Cool. And I'm going to go back to studying. <laughs> Quote unquote studying. <laughs> really badly studying. Uh, I want to establish that Kel was eavesdropping on that exchange. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, and is going to go and sort of stand against the wall <laughs> so they can listen in. Okay. To whatever Dante says. Has anyone said anything to Kel since y'all got back? I don't think so. I think we said, go, please go chill in the room. This is Maxwell. Uh, I, thought, I thought Jude was going to talk to both of them. Ju- yeah. I feel like what happened is Jude dropped them off and was like, hey, listen, I just got to go clear my head. <laughs> yeah. Disappear into four Walmarts. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if that's the case, Ariel will talk to Kel. <laughs> Okay, so then we'll we'll look at that conversation. Well, we can come back to that. Have a little bit of a respite after dark interrogation time. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if Kel is going to eavesdrop on this conversation, then maybe it makes sense to do that one first. Is the thing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's one of those things where it's like halfway through that conversation, Ariel goes, did anyone ever talk to you? <laughs> Okay. Uh, so Dante. Yes. In that case. So. What are you doing? So I think Ariel leaves the hallway. Uh, Dante mm-hmm. like looks at the freezer door and consults the Andalite Wikipedia in his head, mm-hmm. um, which he doesn't okay. do much because he hates it. Uh, <laughs> but like Dante has a vague understanding of the military structure of the Yurk Empire. Okay, because uh, he asked the Andalite knowledge. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. he's asking the Andalite knowledge. He wants fine point detail on what their structure is, so when he goes in there, he knows what questions he's trying to ask. Okay. And only for him. <laughs> Please don't brain dump to everyone else. Yeah. I, well, you don't have to, you don't necessarily have to say it out loud, just thinking it should be enough to yeah. trigger it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you learn is that... The Yurk Empire is structured, um, the, uh, at the top you have the Council of Thirteen, um, which is 13 controllers from different places. It moves around all the time. No one knows who's in it, um, except the people who are in it, uh, and they kind of, like, have the final say on literally everything. Um... Then you have the Vissers, um, who are your, like, generals in the war. Yeah. Um, I'm aware of at least one of those. You're aware of at least one. The lower the number, the higher the rank. Um, And there are probably... Okay, so one is at top, two is the next top. Okay, okay, I get what you mean. Okay, sorry. Um, There are probably, I don't know, like 20-ish Vissers, maybe fewer, um, period. Period. Okay. Across across the galaxy. Okay. Um, then you have the subvisors uh, who are like your lieutenants, um, and they uh, report to specific visors. Generally, the visor who is running whatever planet they're on, um, or whatever portion of the campaign. Uh, they, again, uh, the lower the number, the higher the rank for subvisors. Um, and there are upwards, there are like upwards of 500 of them, period, across the galaxy. Um, then you have your kind of rank and file Yurks who each tend to have a subvisor that they report to. They each have their own projects that they're working on and stuff like that. What is this, like, 
if you're in the Yerk Empire, are you in the Yerk War Machine? Yes. Okay. There are no civilians. No. Good. Okay. Sweet. All right. So I think Dante shakes it off because uh, he hates that. He hates the feeling of information being <laughs> added to his brain at a rapid pace. <laughs> um, and he goes to get uh, a chair uh, and a bundle of rope uh, and Kay. then drags it into the freezer with him. Okay. Um, uh, do you close the door behind you? How do you, uh, <laughs> if you can't get out from the inside? Oh, yeah, I close the door behind me. Okay, do you work out some kind of signal? I'll just bang on it real hard or something. Okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, worst comes to worst, you morph and thought speak but yeah uh, exactly that's why i figured worst case scenario i can communicate telepathically with all of my friends right um okay so constance is probably sitting up against one of the walls um like gently holding her face in her hands um and her head comes up when you come in because you make like there's no way to do that holding without her making face a in her hands noise. i'm pretty sure we tied her to that chair did you? Yeah. Is she sitting in a chair? I okay. would not have let. Then she's no, not no, doing there's that. no, there's no way Dante would have agreed to have not at least bound her to something. Okay. So she's sitting in a chair up against one of the walls. Her head's kind of like her chin is basically touching her chest. Her head is down, um, and and she brings her head up when you walk in because there's no way to come into this room without making a bunch of noise. Um. And I think. Um. I think she kind of just like follows the sound of you moving around with her with her face, um, but doesn't say or do anything else. Um. So typically, how f so is it? How did so, Benny? How did we clean out this? Is it just like are the shelves still in here? Is it just a bare metal box? It is a bare metal box. Okay. Um. Cool. Uh, I th think Dante lets the rope like drop to the ground real heavy, so it makes a mm -hmm. noise, and then like walks up in front of where, uh, like where they're sitting, and like slams the chair down in front of them, and then sits down. Mm -hmm. Um, and what did what did I say at the end of the last episode? Like, so what's your name? Because I know you're not Constance. Um, I think uh, she spits at you. Uh, I think Dante, like, sits there and, like, nods for a second and then, like, reflexively probably like puts his hood up like on his hoodie mm. Mm -hmm. um uh and goes like okay i don't need your name you know you're in a bad place you know that you're at a disadvantage here and i understand that you're going to be less than willing to give me the information that i want I just want structural information. What I would like for you to give me is the number of subvisors operating in the city, the names of their hosts, and then maybe... I dump you in a gutter outside of a porta potty on a construction site. So someone finds you in the morning and you get to keep moving. Um, 
she doesn't say anything, I think you're gonna you're gonna have to make yeah, uh, I was yeah, gonna, yeah. a roll. Yeah. Figured. Uh do 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 let's pull up Dante. Okay. Uh it's intimidate. Hey Danielle. Mm-hmm. Can I get devil's bargain on this? Hmm. Uh-huh. Do you have an idea for a devil's bargain, or do you want me to come up with something? Uh, I don't have one. I don't have an idea, but I also don't have any stress to burn, so so I'm willing to work with you. Um. Hmm. What? So you're intimidating her. Um, you're and you you're basically saying, if you give me the information that I want, then I'll let you go. Um, and if not, you'll kill the yerk. That seems to be um, that's the implicit threat. Right. Um. Uh, A bargain could be she needs more reassurance or something in exchange. Well, the thing is, like, there's no way that this Yerk actually believes that Dante will let them go. Mm. Like, I guess it's not intimidation then, like... (laughs) <laughs> I well it occurs to me that if I'm trying to make a bargain that's actually sway as opposed to mm. intimidate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh I mean I guess I'm making a threat with the implication that I will act upon it, but like usually the threat isn't like I don't know. It's whichever one. Uh I mean it it it's it, it's probably intimidation. I've got them tied it is, to Yeah, I think it's intimidation yeah. because that's definitely, based on what you said, it's intimidation. Yeah, yeah, that's because fair. there's definitely an implicit threat yeah, there. Yeah, there is an implicit threat there. Um, and what I'm trying to figure out is... The answer can also be no. Like, it's fine if you don't have, like, a devil's bargain. Like, if it doesn't make sense for me to have devil's bargain in here, I won't be, I won't be sad. I will just roll these bad rolls. um well what i'm what i'm trying to think is like what what would she give you off of an intimidation um because okay let me let me change like so let me so I make the threat. She's not really responding. So yeah. I go back to the well a bit um, and I go, okay, I understand. That's a lot. Maybe you don't even know all of the controllers or all of the hosts for the subvisors. Give me one. <laughs> Give me one name, um. one controller, low ranking one, not even the top of the food chain. Um, and I think she, uh, I think she, uh, smirks a little bit, um, and says, uh, Subvisor 32. Host name? Emmeline LaFontaine. <laughs> <laughs>